Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. I'm excited to be with you another week as we continue on our series of college knowledge. So two things I want to address right off the bat. First, you may realize that my audio sounds way better this week. I'm so sorry y'all. I've had so many technical difficulties and (laughs) it's been a struggle. But I figured it out finally and hey, we're going to keep rocking with it. Thank the Lord that I figured it out. I don't like when my stuff sounds ratchet because I like to do things with excellence, you know? But anyways, here we are with better audio. Y'all just get the real, you know, this is this is real life, okay? Everything doesn't go how I want it to go and we just be rocking with it. The second thing is I do sound a little funky. I'm a little under the weather. So with that, uh, excuse me, I do sound a little under the weather, but as y'all know, we're going to make something shake, okay? We're going to, I'm going to give y'all the content. I'm going to give y'all the episodes. I'm not going to be slacking up unless, you know, something goes really crazy. So um, all that to say, hey, y'all, welcome back. Another week of college knowledge. If you're new to the podcast, let me just give you a quick recap. So I'm Stephanie. I'm the host of the podcast. This ministry, Christian Girls Pop, is a college women's ministry. Um, Officially, as of the last couple weeks, it has been officially labeled as a college women's ministry. My heart is for college students to be rooted in their faith and to get to really know um, the Lord and to walk out the rest of their days with knowing him. And um, one verse that really encompasses all of that is in Colossians. I want to read it for you. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. And so that's my heart, is that we will be rooted, that we will be built up in Christ, established in the faith. And the, the scripture says, just as you were taught. And so that's my heart, is to be able to teach the word of God to college students for them to be rooted in their faith and be able to share that with others as well. So that's a little bit about me and this entire season we are going through college knowledge. So things you need to know as a college student but obviously backing them up with scripture, putting a Christ-centered message there. And so this week we're talking about faith in your own hands, putting your faith in your own hands. Last week we talked about freedom and independence. And so this is really rolling over into what we're discussing today. And last week I talked about, you know, just stewarding your freedom well and having that independence and making sure that you're taking care of it and not just, you know, out here just going crazy. So this week we're going to talk about how to use those same principles that we discussed last week and then apply them to putting your faith in your own hands. Before we get started, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for another opportunity to share your word. I pray that you give me the words to say and I'll say them. I pray for every student, for every listener that is um, tuning into this right now, that it will be applicable to their season that they will be able to learn from this, that they will be challenged, encouraged, convicted, and ultimately that they would just look to you. That's the whole point is for me to 
point everyone that's listening back to you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So putting your faith in your own hands, really what this means is that you're developing your own personal relationship with the Lord. And for me, this is one of the main reasons why I have such a heart for college students. I always tell people that now you're in charge of some things that maybe you weren't in charge of before. Now your mom or grandma isn't taking you to church anymore. Now you're having to make your own schedule. You're having to wake yourself up maybe for school. Um, you're just, you're feeling a lot of responsibility and you're making decisions that are a direct reflect of something in your life that has been instilled in you. Whether your talents, your skills, your moral values, you're making a lot of decisions and there has to be a foundation of where those decisions are rooted from. In the practical sense of things, maybe, you know, you're not having to, you know, walk downstairs. Maybe now in the practical sense, you're not able to just walk downstairs and there's a full course meal ready, right? Like you have to decide to go to the cafeteria or to spend money buying food somewhere. In the spiritual sense, no one's dragging you to church anymore. No one's encouraging you um, to read your Bible every day, right? There's a lot of decisions that you're making for yourself now. And so when it's on you, you have to decide two things. You have to decide what you believe and what you will do with what you believe. I'll say that again. When it's on you, when the decision is now in your hands, you have to decide one, what you believe, and two, what you will do with what you believe. And we'll break that down. So like I said in last week's episode, there's a lot of pressure in college. Dating, drugs, alcohol parties, just sleeping in, missing class. There's a lot of pressure there's a lot of temptation and you have to decide what will my response be we talked about that last week what will my response be what will my decision be i also shared last week about the first time that i realized that i really had freedom and independence was when i chose to go to whataburger um but i also realized that when sunday came around and nobody was you know taking me to church i had to get myself in the car and drive to church Granted, I had a motivation because I still lived in the same city with my family. And although I was living in the dorms, I still was going to my childhood church. And so my motivation was that I would be able to see my family and I know that they would be counting on me to be there. So there still was, you know, a little bit of motivation there. But still, I had to be the one to get in the car. My parents didn't say, hey, we'll see you on Sunday, right? And I even talked to my mom about it. And she said, yeah, you know, it was weird with me not knowing if you were coming to church or not, like you had to decide that for yourself. And thankfully I did, but no one was making me do that. It was still my choice. And so going back to what I said, now I had to decide when I was in college, my freshman year, I had to, to decide what would I believe and what, would I, what I would do with what I believed. So let's talk about the first part, what you believe. I know that if you were raised in church, it's easy to kind of spets, you know, kind of just roll some things off the tongue of what you believe based on what you've heard. But I want you to ask yourself, like, for real, for real. Take some time to ask yourself. Do the hard work to ask yourself, what do you believe? I want you to take time to read scripture for yourself. Not just the same verses that you had to recite every night or the verses that, you know, mom and grandmama read to you over and over again. But I want you to take time to get in your word for yourself. Side note, if you don't know where to start, I have published an e-guide that helps you to walk through the entire Bible. I have notes, resources, challenges, all the things within the guide. It's called Scripture Made Simple, and you can find that on our website at christiangirlspop.com. I'd love for you to check that out if that's something that you're interested in as you're navigating Scripture on your own. 
also recommend for you to find a Bible study or find a church nearby to get involved with. This is going to be so key in really rooting yourself in the faith and knowing what you believe. When you're around like-minded believers who can help you, who can encourage you, who can sharpen you, who can develop you, who can help you just mature in your walk in Christ, that will help you to be rooted in the decisions that you're making and to be rooted in knowing and you'll be confident in knowing what you believe. And I also want you to ask yourself, do I believe this because it's true or I believe it because that's what I've always been told? I want you to do some deep digging. Like, I know these are like deep existential kind of questions, but this is what's necessary in this time. I want you to really know what you believe. If you're only just going through the motions and you're just, you know, shooting stuff off the tongue just because this is what you've always heard, that doesn't, it's not going to keep you long term. When the temptations come, When you have the decision to make of whether or not you're going to roll that thing up or you're going to pop up at that dude's house or you're going to pop that thing, you know, pop that pill or, you know, pour that shot up or, you know, whatever the temptation is for you. Maybe it's just something as simple as like, you know, cheating on a test or something like that. When that decision is right there in front of you and you have to make that vital decision, that pivotal moment that can honestly change the course of a lot of things in your life, you have to have something more than just, this is what grandmama told me for all these years. You have to know him for yourself. You have to encounter Jesus for yourself. You have to know the truth and what the word of God says for yourself. When you know it for yourself, when you've experienced it, no one can take that from you. So when the world tries to shoot you these lies, you will be able to combat them with the truth of what you know. But how will you combat it with what you know if you don't know it? We have to know it for ourselves. So ask yourself that hard question. Do I believe the things of God? Do I believe the Bible? Do I believe it because I know it to be true or because I've just always been told it and this is just what I know so far? Now there's a responsibility on you. There's a charge for you to own your faith. It's time for you to own your faith. So that is the first part about this, what you believe, taking time to figure out what you believe. And here's the thing, it doesn't have to be an overnight thing. You're not just going to wake up and just know everything about what you believe, but you do have to start somewhere. You do have to begin making that decision to figure it out and walk that path and take that journey to figure out what you believe. The second part is you then have to ask yourself, what will I do with what I believe? What I mean by that is now that you have taken time to figure out what you believe and you have a you know a reasonable, reasonable amount of knowledge about what you believe, what will you do with that? Now that you've experienced Christ, now that you know him to be true, now that you know the word of God to be alive, breathing, and sharper than any two-edged sword, now that you have experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, now that you have experienced the Lord in such a real way, what will you do with that? What I mean by that is how will you live the rest of your life as a reflection of what you believe? How will you live the rest of your life as a reflection of what you believe. So, some questions you can ask yourself, how will my career fit into my faith? Or actually, you know, because here's the thing, your faith should be the most important thing. I know that, you know, having a career, having a degree, 
you know, getting married, having kids, all these things are great. You know, buying a house, whatever, uh, real estate investment properties, having a nice car. Those things are amazing. Live your best life, sis. But your faith should always be the most important thing and the most obvious part about you. People should not have to guess if you're a Christian. It should be evident that you are. So how is your career going to fit into your faith? Not the other way around. How are you going to fit your faith into your career? No, 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 no. Everything else should be a part of your faith. So how does your career fit into your faith? We'll talk about that more in the next couple of weeks of college knowledge as well. But how will my, what do my friends look like because of my faith? What social gatherings am I going to? Does it reflect my faith? What career path will I choose or not choose because of my faith? What will I do with what I now believe? Now that you know what you believe, you have to, you know, ask yourself, am I going to take my faith seriously or if, or am I just going to slack off? Am I going to really just go for this and really live my faith out to the rest of the world? Or am I just going to, you know, uh, yeah, I'm a little believer, you know, here and there or whatever, but like, y'all don't really need to know, know me. What do you believe and what will you do with what you believe? These are questions that you have to ask yourself. Now, let's look at a verse of scripture. This really shows us that there is an effort required in us as we live out our faith. Let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now, y'all know I love a good breakdown of scripture, so let's break this thing down. First of all, the first part, fight the good fight of faith. This word fight, let's look at this word fight. Fight is a verb. That means that there's action required. So the word of God is telling you to take action, to fight. And it also says that your faith is a fight as well, right? Because it says you need to fight the good fight of the faith. So that means that there is action required. And this is not just a lackadaisical, um, really passive kind of thing that you just happen upon. You don't just slide your way into, you know, staying in the faith. You don't just ease your way through this like, yeah, 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 I'm just doing this little thing. No, the word of God says that you have to fight the good fight of faith. That means that you have to take control. You have to take action. And this is something that is going to be required from you. Fight the good fight of the faith. The second part, take hold. Once again, action required on you. Jesus has done his part, but there is action required on you to remain in the faith, to to live out your faith. You have to take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. This is the eternal life that we're promised through the gift of salvation that we have. We have to take hold of it. Jesus offers it to us, but we have to be the ones to take hold of that eternal life. And it says, about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So there was a point in time when you said, this is my faith. This is what I'm declaring, right? Paul was writing this to Timothy, but he's also explaining it to us that we have to remember that time, remember the decision and the declaration that we made. And we then have to fight a good fight to remain in the faith. And that's what I want to share with you today, that you have to put forth effort. You have to put your faith in your own hands. It's on you now. And that doesn't mean I don't say that to scare you. I don't, I don't say that to, 
you know, shame you in any way, but it's on you now. I don't want you to just act, think that just because your grandmama has been praying for you for 20 years that you're good for the next 20. No, now you have to make time to read your Bible for yourself. Now you have to make time to go to Bible study. Now you have to find a church home. Now you have to be the one to pray. The decision is on you and I want you to take advantage and take hold of that now so that you're not trying to play catch up when everything's going downhill and now you're trying to find the Bible way under the bottom shelf, it got dust all over it, you never unpacked it when you moved into college. I don't want you to be playing catch up. I want you to experience him now, to fight that good fight, to take hold of your faith now. Fight the good fight. Your faith is in your own hands. Figure out what you believe and what you will do with what you now believe. One last thing I want to say about figuring out what you believe before we finish this thing up is that when you're figuring out what you believe, it may get a little messy. There may be things that you just always heard, but then you try to find them in scripture and you realize maybe they aren't even in scripture or maybe vice versa. Maybe you didn't hear things and now you're finding them in scripture and it's opening up your eyes to a new perspective that you never even thought possible. Maybe you are just really trying to navigate what it is to live out this life for yourself. Maybe you're the only one in your family who is a Christian and you're trying to navigate that. There's so many different things and highs and lows that you may experience as you figure out what you believe, but I want you to know that Christ is with you in all of it and that he welcomes you to just bring the hard questions, bring the frustration, bring the confusion maybe that you have, and then he's ready to walk you through all of it. He is not caught off guard by the questions that you have and you don't have to try to doctor them up or try to present yourself in a way to seem like you know everything even though you don't just be honest be real be genuine and let God show you who he is one of my favorite challenges that I like to do for people who are trying to figure out who he is or you know they have their doubts about Christ I tell them ask him to reveal himself to you like he will do that Revelation says that he stands at the door and knocks. And so all you're doing when you're asking him to reveal himself to you is that you're asking him to knock at the door again. And then it's on you to open it up and see who he is for yourself. But ask him if you have questions, if you're kind of on the fence about things, ask him to reveal himself to you. Maybe you're struggling with believing if if he is the only way or if he's just a power but not the highest power and maybe you, you have different terminology but you're just seeking and you're searching you're trying to figure it out ask the lord ask ask the highest power who i know to be jesus but i want you to ask him ask the highest power to reveal himself to you it's okay to be seeking it's okay to not have all the answers it's okay to to have questions jesus will reveal himself to you all you have to do is ask him to do it. So to wrap this thing up, how do we make this thing pop? Every week we talk about different topics and then we apply the foundational principles of the ministry, purpose, obedience, and prayer. We apply them into what we just discussed. So how do we make this thing pop? Let's talk about your purpose. Our overall purpose is to glorify God. And I want you to continue to seek the Lord on how you will do that. If you're just trying to figure out who he is, obviously do that before you figure out how to glorify him and how to live for him. Start with just figuring out who he is. But our ultimate purpose, regardless of how we fulfill it in our callings, our purpose is to glorify God. So make sure that you do that. For obedience, obey God as he directs you on how to put your faith in your own hands. 
Maybe he's showing you the church that he wants you to begin attending or the Bible study. Maybe he's urging you to pick your Bible back up. Maybe he wants you to check out the Scripture Made Simple Guide so that you can really understand Scripture. Maybe he wants you to start your own Bible study on your campus. Whatever it is, make sure to obey God as he directs you to put your faith in your own hands. And lastly, pray. Pray for direction and guidance as you work on putting your faith in your own hands. Ask the Lord to show you what to do and how to do it, when to do it, and why to do it. He will show you all the things. He'll show you what, when, why, how, and why. So just bring your cares to him. Bring your questions to him. Bring your honesty and vulnerability and transparency to him. He wants to know all of it. He wants to hear all of it. He loves you so much, y'all. So thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. I pray that you were challenged, that in some form or fashion, you were motivated to, hey, I need to do blank, whatever that is. I hope that it encourages you to do that. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Girls Pop. You can find us on YouTube at Christian Girls Pop and you can check out our website, christiangirlspop.com. If you are looking for a getaway, you want a girls trip, I have a women's retreat coming up in December, December 8th through the 10th. I would love for you to be a part. It's gonna be an amazing time of rest, renewal, and just a good time with Sisters in Christ. We're going to just have a great time in the Lord. So make sure you check that out. Um, it's very affordable. And I would love for you to bring your girls out and be a part. So make sure you check that out on the website, Selah Retreat. You can check that out on ChristianGirlsPop.com. If you would like to donate, you can also donate via our website at ChristianGirlsPop.com. Or you can donate on Cash App at, Christian, at dollar sign ChristianGirlsPop or on PayPal using the email address cgpopdonate at gmail.com. cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.